Welcome to Simply Happy, a show helping you learn more empowered living through mental, emotional, and energetic mastery. I'm Olivia Ryman, an author, empowerment coach, and your hostess with the mostest. As someone who's overcome bipolar, anxiety, depression, and more, I'm a firm believer that you have the power to not let any circumstance hold you back. It's my mission to help you take ownership of your life from the inside out. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your guide Olivia and thanks for joining me for this episode of Simply Happy. Also, sending you a loving reminder to join us over on Patreon if you haven't already, where I can better help you help yourself. You can learn more about each support tier by going to www.simplyolly.com. That's O-L-I, Ollie. The link is in the show notes. Hello, my friend. Welcome back if you're not new and welcome if you're new. <laughs> in today's episode, I want to I want to help you try a little bit of a per- new perspective on. Maybe it's not new. I just want to have you try this perspective on. And it's about the magic of psychology. That sounds uber contradictory. <laughs> Maybe it would have to me years and years and years ago. Would I have been like eight? Anyway, but <laughs> but um, I have been fascinated with psychology since I was a kid. Like I think I was literally probably... Hmm, how old would I have been? Maybe like 10. I don't know. It was either... When did I get that book? I don't know. It was either like 10 or like early teens. I got like... I literally asked for a book on psychology. I was like, can I have this book about about cognitive things? Um, I was just so fascinated with psychology. And maybe, of course, that... I think, too, that can kind of stem from like if you've got problems, you want to understand them problems. Um you know, problems being a general term. That's how I used to view it. Uh, Of course, there are, you know, mental health struggles, there are neurodiversities, like it's a lot more complex than just like your brain don't work or it works. (laughs) So, so let's not get lost in that mix. But um, again, psychology has always been this fascinating thing to me. And of course, if you've been listening to my podcast, you know this, I've always spoken about mindset, like it's always been rooted in mindset, right? And maybe some people have dropped off, maybe not, um, ever since I started bringing in a little more of like energy work and witchiness and like, just, I don't, I don't bring in that much, I don't think, but, um, it still is a lot, a lot around like behavior, emotions, mindset, right? These types of things, um, how they function within the body, how they influence our actions, like all of that beliefs, yada, yada. So it's always been rooted in that, right? Because, there is this internal to external ripple effect. And I've talked about this before, where, you know, whether it's what we're feeling or what we're thinking that is going to influence our beliefs and our perceptions, and those things are going to influence our actions and our actions are going to influence our reality, our out, like the outcome, what happens around us, right? Um, It's just a fact, (laughs) like what's going on inside ripples out to the outside. Now, of course, it can happen through, like we, what I just explained is, I would say you could just file that under like cause and effect. Um, but it also is energy, right? It is how energy interacts. We are made up of energy. Everything around us is made up of energy. It doesn't matter how solid the matter, it is made up of energy. 
right? We learn this in science class as children, most of us, some of us, maybe not, um, or, you know, whatever, but like desk, energy, microphone, energy, nose, you can't hear that one, <laughs> energy, <laughs> why I said my nose, I don't know, uh, however, so however you want to view that, right, um, I mean, both are valid, it is energy, interacting with energy within ourselves and outside of ourselves. It's also that cause and effect, right? Yada, yada. So <coughs> I am going to cough now. Um, so I always talk about this internal to external ripple effect. That's why I center so much of what I talk about and do on this podcast. It starts with like the mindset, the emotional state, right? Because it affects the energy. It affects the behaviors. It affects outside. Rather than just trying to change what's going on outside, I work on the inside first, right? And that influences what we do and what is going on around us outside. So let's bring the magic piece in, shall we? Let's start to blow minds. I don't know, maybe it won't blow a mind. But um, so as a witch, I do identify as a witch. And this is, um, should I tangent or not? Mm, I was... <laughs> I was having a conversation with somebody because they were reading my book Unboxed and the question came up, you know, like, oh, I've had some experiences and and does that mean, like, can people be witches without knowing it? And I'm like, I think witch is a title you're going to intentionally take on. Like, that's a choice. Um, my daughter asked me the other day, she's like, mom, am I a witch too? And I was like, only if you want to be because I'm not going to force things on you that you don't want. Um, we'll educate in things first and then you can make a, you know, a sound decision that feels in alignment for you. And that's the, no, I didn't use that accent, but that would have been great. Um, anyway, it came up. And so for me, I identify as a witch. I work with energy intentionally. I, it's just always been a part of me. It's how I identify. You can do this work. Like we can influence the energy within ourselves and outside of ourselves. Like we can do these types of things, right? Without having to be witches. You don't have to be a witch. You could you could, I, I think prayer is a form of energy work, right? Like going to church is a form of energy work. Meditation is a form of energy work. Yoga, all of this stuff, right? So like any of this stuff can be classified as magic. Um, because that's really, it's just a term, you know, for what we cannot concretely explain with maybe like science, right? We don't have either we will one day, when we know more, or we never will because it's not consistent enough um, for science to go, I can for certain back that doesn't mean it's any less valid of a thing that we do, whether intentionally or unintentionally. Um, but this is how I most often utilize magic as a witch. It's a lot, it's based in psychology, right? I'm not just like brewing potions and making spells and things like you can um that's a whole other topic we're not going to get into today uh it, I'm trying to think I, d I did teach a class on cooking magic uh f and it's in it's for patreon members um of like the second tier anyway where you get access to my classes but point aside psychological thing like this mindset emotion work right like your body like that that is how I most often utilize magic. Now, again, magic is one of those words that is, of course, riddled with taboo and demonizing associations. Can we leave that aside for a second? I would like to, because uh, it's just 
not true and it's just rooted in a history of fear and oppression and discrimination. Yay. So, you know, at some point, you know, homeopathic remedies was magic. Freaking midwives were witches and magic. So like, let's calm down. Uh, Telling that to myself. Anyway, my point being, right, our belief holds power. Our belief holds power. You've heard me say this before, most likely. Um, And that's why we see things like placebo effect work, right? That's why when someone is put in, there's this, like, there was like a study where there was a group of elderly individuals that were placed in an environment that was similar to when they were like in their 20s, 30s, right? And they had like hip issues, some were using walkers, stuff like that. They were placed in this prior environment and their like sore hip, like some of them did like left that place not having to use a walker because their belief took them back to a time, right? When their body wasn't having those struggles, when they were just in a different state of mind, being and energy, our belief holds power. It's literally been like there's studies on it. Um, And when I talk about belief, I am mindful of this because, and this is not to like call anybody out by any stretch, but when I talk about belief, something I have like reeled over many times is, you know, when we went through the pandemic, we're still, we're still going through a pandemic technically. Um, but you know, there was a lot of people that were expressing, they did not believe that COVID was actually happening. Um, I'm not talking about the kind of belief that is denial. I'm talking about true belief. We're at our core. We believe that that is um, possible. And this is like completely down onto like the subconscious levels, not just I don't want to believe that that's possible. So I'm going to believe the other thing is possible, right? Um, It is really true belief where you go, oh, yeah, like that's a thing. That's not a thing, right? Some people might hear me talking about this and go, absolutely no way. They may have no belief in any of this whatsoever. That's fine. Like that's your, that's your choice. Um, but my belief is rooted very deeply that this works. Right. Um, and it is too, because I've, you know, you have to uproot the disbelief, right? You have to uproot the denial, the impossibilities that, um, you know, whatever your belief is, is, is not possible. Sometimes, You know, we shoot right over that and sometimes we got to work at it. Um, But our belief does hold power. And I also want to note that is not that it is not all controlling. Um, Maybe somebody can get to the point where, you know, there is a repeated, um, you know, action and result, And that's valid. Um, But I'm going to say, like, just because we believe in something does not mean it's, like, all-controlling, all-powerful. Like, I believe I'll never get sick. And maybe I believe that to my core. And then I get a cold. (laughs) Right? Um, It doesn't mean it's going to, like, keep whatever other thing at bay. I don't know. You get my point, though. Um, Like, for me, instead of believing that, because I don't get sick that often. Um, ironically, I've like getting over being sick, <laughs> but I, I have a really firm belief in, in my body and how it can heal from a sickness really quick and also keep it at bay for quite long periods. Right. That aside, like this is something where when it comes to our psychology 
and the magic that that can provide for us. Actually, I do want to give one more example really quick. Um, Okay, well, actually, pause. (laughs) This is something I think that can very much be um, inherited, right? Like it can be passed down certain beliefs. Um, It can also just be a gift that I, I do believe it can be like a gift that we are just born with, right? Like, Maybe it's a certain level of um, perspective or view on life or whatever it might be. Sometimes we are we are just gifted with that. Like it just comes naturally. And that's, you know, that's acceptable as well. And then also it can come through very intentional evolution, right? I used to be a very pessimistic person and there are still areas where I'm like weeding that out. Um, but just the positivity and the perspective that I hold has been a very disciplined practice for me. Um, So that is something, again, where I think one of the most tangible ways we can see this a lot of times is like the wealthy and, and this is a fine line to walk, but like people that are maybe born into wealth just have the belief that you just you just get money like wealth just happens like they can just make it it's not difficult right and that is just maybe a belief that is passed down uh, maybe some people just have that gift where they just out the gate they're like maybe that wasn't their case but they're like yeah I can just I can just go and make money like I can just oh I just smacked my microphone I got so excited um I can just make that happen and then other people have to work at that okay So I think that's one of those interesting ones where we can almost kind of see, we can almost kind of see, right, like the result of it uh, tangibly, if you will. I'm just trying to get, I like to give examples, you know me. Anyway, um, but there is, there is power in our internal state, our thoughts, our emotions, our energy, right? And the reason not the reason. I bring this up to, because I I do want to mention, right, there is this constant um, narrative of just like, well, if you just have the right mindset, right, if you just have, like, just do the mindset work. And that's just one piece of the whole pie. (laughs) It's, It's lacking, right? It's irresponsible to just say, oh, if you just shift your mindset, then you can, like, manifest whatever you want, or you can make whatever you want happen. Um, Because it's so deeply layered, right? Like I talked about, like we can have things passed down to us, right? We can have beliefs embedded in our body, um, patterns of behavior, that kind of stuff. Um, And it's, we don't want to invalidate that. So I'm talking about the magic of psychology, but please know that it is uh, very multi-layered, right? That's if, you know, if we believe that we're safe, but we still are experiencing this like trauma response in our body for maybe a time that wasn't safe, um, you know, that's, that's going to be conflicting, right? With our, for our energy and how it shows up and how it comes out into the world. So I don't, I don't want the title magic of psychology to come off as just get your mindset right. And you you can make crazy things happen. (laughs) That's not what this is about, right? This is a perspective to try on to go, oh, I actually have this internal power. But again, it is, you know, layered deeply. It is about my mindset. It is about the emotional state. It is about how things are sitting in the body. It's about those beliefs and patterns of behavior. 
And when we can get those things to sync up and unite, then, you know, we, we really like, it's, it's pretty incredible. Um, and I'll give one random personal example, um, of this for myself, right? So I have an altar on which, why did I laugh at that? Jesus, that's uncomfortable. Uh, sorry to say Jesus. Okay. Anyway, I have an altar and it has little, I, you could say trinkets, talismans on the altar, right? Now I do have a very animist, uh, perspective on life. Um, I, I see things as co-collaborations and stuff. It's still something that is expanding and I am exploring and yada yada. However, those talismans, although they may provide their own energy, right? For me, they serve as a psychological reminder. They all hold a meaning, right? I have like a piece of a broken chain and that's a reminder of I can break whatever chain is holding me back. Whatever old pattern of behavior, whatever old belief, I can break that and I can welcome in something new. I don't have to be chained to what was, right? So I have these different things that hold meaning. And again, it's fueling the psychology, right? It's not that because the, it's, this is what, and and for some people they might believe if I just, if you hand me a spell and give me the list of ingredients and I cook it the right way or whatever, then like the result will happen. Some people have that like set belief. I don't, so that's why a lot of times like spell work doesn't work for me because it's just not actually my belief. My belief is very much about the psychology and also aligned timing and, you know, it's not all controlling. So, you know, for me, it's not that uh, if I just follow your list, I'll make it happen. But for me, it very much is like how, what am I utilizing, right? What am I working with to help influence my psychology and keep me in the right mental state and also to inspire uh, my emotions if they start to waver. And it's not that we can't have, like, we. it's not that we can't experience emotions like anger or sadness or things, right? But, you know, will these help bring me back to the state I want to be in after I release that emotion from my body? Um, those kinds of things, right? That's the magic of psychology for me. It's how I, it's, I feel like it's how I have been able to manifest certain things in my life that are just bananas. Um, and also how I've been able to heal myself in ways that I was told I would not be able to. And it's because I, I put on this perspective, right? I have this belief, um, that our psychology is, is magic, right? How we interact with that is magic. And it, and it does produce results and create changes and amplify our power. So, yeah. I mean, I just, I just love it. And over on Patreon, I did decide to open up a one-on-one tier. Um, I'm very mindful of working uh, directly with people only because I have my hearing disabilities and I can get sensory overload um, very easily. So that's why there's only like five spots um, for this tier because I have to <laughs> be mindful of how much I'm doing um, like one-on-one calls. But what I, what I love about it, right, is that I, 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 this, is, I, this is what I bring to it. It is the magic of psychology, 
that is what I'm doing there because that's what I'm great at. I am great at helping people shift perspective, see things from a new angle, and actually be able to move forward in a way where they can feel confident in a way that works for them in helping themselves, right? It's not that I have the answers. It's that they are now working in a way that feels most in alignment for them. Um, And I use, you know, my gifts and my skills um, in a way that can be perceived as very like woo-woo and magic, but are actually very rooted in this concept, the magic of psychology. And so I, I, li- I like listed them out, you know, because there are different options. If you work with me one-on-one, um, we kind of, it's not that I just like provide a service, but it's like whatever we feel would be most fitted for what you need that month, um, we do that. So I, I kind of wanted to write out like how they're commonly perceived and then how I utilize them because I think it's an interesting thing to think about. <coughs> and maybe it will help you be able to try this perspective on as well. Um, and just play with some of the things you do in your own life and how um, it can be rooted in this concept, right? So one of the things that um, we can do or I provide in the one-on-one is tarot readings like tarot card readings. And a lot of people see that, right, as like a divination and fortune telling. But for me, it is subconscious mining. We are pulling cards to help bring about concepts and ideas that might actually trigger something within the subconscious to go, oh, oh, I didn't even think about it that way. Or, oh, that's such a good reminder of like me needing to work on that. Or, oh, I had no idea that maybe I actually am struggling with that thing, right? So it it allows us to do some subconscious mining. That's how I love to use tarot. Um, the second is astrology, right? So I do like natal chart readings. Um, and a lot of people will see that as fortune telling again, or like fate, right? Like this is who you are, and this is how you have to be, and these are your flaws, and these are your <laughs> strengths, and like whatever, right? But for me, it is about tuning into the self, right? What are things that actually show up in your chart that feel in alignment for you? How can you emphasize on that? How can you, um, like, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Like, capitalize on that, right? And then also, what might be some shadow sides that might actually be coming into play that you could look out for, that you could be really mindful of. Anytime I've done a chart reading for anybody, it's there have been tears, there has been, this has been so enlightening because again, it just allows you to feel seen and it allows you to go, oh, these are things that I've like always had hunches about, but now I really kind of, I feel like I'm really tuned in to myself a lot more. So that's how I like to use astrology. And then another one is hypnosis. A lot of people, a lot of people see this as mind control when how I utilize it is healing. It's like inner healing, it's pattern rewriting, and it's emotional release, right? Because a lot of times we can, and it depends on the way we do it. But um, I know for me personally, I do hypnosis for myself regularly. And it is, it is about changing the patterns on like a subconscious level because we are when you go into hypnosis you're lowering your brainwave state like as when you go to sleep right and so that's when we can actually access the subconscious and get out any like deeply rooted emotions um, and also address any like patterns that have been really maybe difficult to change on a conscious front Um, all that stuff so it's again it's about the emotions it's about the the patterns right it's not just 
mind control and I'm going to make you do a thing. And then the last one is like a mentorship guidance, right? It's more of just the talking back and forth. Um, and this a lot of times, I mean, and you can relate this to maybe like talk therapy, stuff like that, right? And a lot of times that's seen as like wiser than thou advice. Like this person has my answers. They're going to know what to do. When really the way I see it and utilize it is that it's consciousness dumping, right? You're getting a lot of things that are weighing on you out of your consciousness that may come with emotional release as well. So you're getting that out, but then you're also opening yourself up to perspective shifts, right? Seeing things from a different angle, um, playing with ideas that you might not have thought before, right? And again, doing all of this in a way that works for you and feels in alignment for you. Um, so that's that's what I wanted to just bring to this episode is just this conversation around this concept, this idea. I like sometimes, you know, where we just sit and we just kind of like play with ideas and we open ourselves up to new ways of thinking. And that's what I wanted to do with this episode, the magic of psychology. And that's, that's really how I work a lot of the times. And I don't think I've really laid it out like that on the podcast before, um, in, in a way such as this, but hopefully it provides a bit of insight that, you know, we can, I don't know, like we can, we can just see things in, in different regards. And maybe it also helps you to understand a little bit of what I do, not only for myself, but for others. Um, and, you know, always coming from a place of healing and love and growth and expansion and being not just not the best, but just like living in tune with ourselves. Jeez Louise, because I've lived so out of whack for so long. Um, so if you are interested in if there's any spots available, if you're interested to sign up for the one on one spots uh, or a spot, go for it. Um, love would love to chat with you for an hour over Zoom every month and um, help you help yourself. It's the only way that I work one-on-one -on -one now. And um, you can also, of course, check out the other uh, lower tiers. Um, not that they're any less. They are just more of, you know, for you to do on your own to help yourself, right? Um, there's journal prompts. There's all the things. So go check it out. And we'd love to have you in there. So that is it. If you liked this episode, please spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face, phone, snail mail, or carrier pigeon. You can also check out my books and Patreon at www.simplyolly.com. Links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying simply awesome. I'll keep saying simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.